Cause I am here for a reason Sometimes in my tears I drown But I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know We're recording right now. All my life I've been waiting for. Yeah, we are. One day. What's up? Hello. This is a a podcast. (laughs) We're uh, this is part three. Yeah. Part three. Part three of our Olympic coverage, our special Olympic coverage on Ireland, like their old stuff. You, we've already got a. Our guest is already chiming in here. We got Miss on the show again. One day. Hey, no, don't be sorry. You, you need to speak up around <laughs> us. So. Uh, we got Miss on the show, uh, backed by popular demand, to give us the West Coast view on the Olympics. Which yeah. means she's about to see the opening ceremonies. Yeah. They're well, all, us they're on the East Coast are on day three. They're all in one week delay yeah. on the West Coast. Awful coverage. Well, I mean, you guys were in Vancouver, so... We are. We're actually in Toronto. We're in Toronto. We're in Toronto. Toronto. We're in Toronto. We're in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a mess. I mean, I can't even... By the time the opening ceremonies actually started here, I had lost complete interest because I had seen it live-twittered for the last three hours. Yeah. And there was just no point in watching it at that at that point. Yeah, NBC fails, and and they treat us like idiots because they try to like compress time. They try to make us think it's live, and it's not. You know, even even on our broadcast, ninety nine percent of it's not live. So they've got like the the first the prelim rounds, and then they go to commercial break and come back, and all of a sudden they're awarding the gold medal. They they like they don't even show the actual event. You know. Well, how many events? They said there's what like eighty events or something like that. Probably. And we only see like a third of them. Yeah. In pieces. I want to know who decides that. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Whose job is it to say, guess what? They'd rather watch curling than Whoa. a legitimate sport. Wait a second. Now. Whoa. Whoa. I love some curling. We're, we're going to be doing curling it. March 5th. No, but it is true. MSNBC is might show nothing but curling. Seriously, because they show curling. It, it it takes three hours to show a curling match, and they've been showing them live the past few days. <laughs> I'm serious. Three. They start, the curling starts the first day and and finishes the week after the Olympics are over. They play each one is three hours, and they have to play nine nine games during the entire Olympics. So each team plays nine games. Yeah, well, it's around robin, so. But it's legit. I've been watching it. We were about to try it. Groove and I are going to the open house in a couple weeks. In Raleigh, they got a they got a curling club in Raleigh, and March fifth is an open house. You pay ten dollars. Hell's yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. That's, do- how I, that's my only Olympic hope. My only Olympic dream. The only chance I have to get to the Olympics. What are you talking about? Spring springtime disc golf is going to be in the Olympics eventually. I'm not sure about that one. If yeah. they have curling in there, you never know. They really should. If they're having curling, they ought to have disc golf. Well, you know, both sports you could drink a beer while you play them. You know, yeah, totally. the inclusion of like snowboarding. I was watching that men's half pipe tonight, and I I did think to myself, this is legit, a legit like Olympic sport now. 
Yeah. You know, like you've got enough competition, international competition, and it's legit competition, even though there's one guy that's just straight up head and shoulders above everybody else. You know. Shit. So speaking of, let's get into the Olympics here. Well, hey, let's start off with this, all right? We'll build up to that. Yeah. It's like I'm the not, main event. I'm not trying let's to start off with first of all tonight. Okay, well, you want to talk about last night? Let's talk about the yeah. last night. The big thing was the men's figure skating, the short program. Short program, yep. And Groove and I watched the whole thing pretty much at the same time. The whole damn thing. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole did, they damn play, thing. did they play consecutive or did they break it up? They uh, broke it up pretty good. They milked it pretty good. But they had a they had a block there of about an hour and a half where they just showed nothing but the. Uh, but. See that's what, I was watching the couples figure skating. Yeah. And I like to just watch one couple after the next. Yeah. But it kept getting broken up. Yeah, they they definitely broke that up a lot. Um which is surprising cuz usually they they show the figure skating all kind of together in past Olympics, but of course this is NBC, so Well, moving on. Yeah. So I got two things to say about yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Number one, there seemed to be enough figure skating championships during the regular year for everyone at the Olympics to have at least one title. Because every time they take the ice, it's like international champion, world champion, European champion. Tuesday champion, champion. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then this year, the men figure skating guys, they did absolutely nothing to battle the cliche of men's figure skaters. Yeah, that... that- um- uh, the, the the cliche that all men's figure all figure skating men are homosexuals, right? And so they had very beautiful sequined. They were beautiful. They, they were elegant. It was ridiculous. Some of it was just totally king of all fashion stuff. Yeah, I mean, just like <laughs> some dude had overalls what, uh, on. Go go log in to kingofallfashion dot com and you'll see what we're talking about with king of all fashion, <laughs> but. One guy was out in a sailor suit. Yeah, ser- liter- seriously, a sailor suit. Literally, but, but not just a sailor suit, like an uh, an accented sailor suit. It was somehow they made a sailor suit more gay. It was not <laughs> functional. Okay, and I, I don't just, say any of this to be offensive at all, because, you know, I appreciate we've got some gay viewers, listeners, and I don't mean to say any of that, but it's just like, you know, you, you don't, you don't want to see a stereotype, really, out in front of well, you there. I don't know. Yeah. Not you don't well, want everybody to be be falling into the stereotype. I don't understand. I, I get I get the couples when they have to match, but when it's you know when they're by themselves, why not? Well, you up a little bit. You've got a um, you've got you know it, it's supposed to go with your music, and some of the music is dictated by the genre of the sport, you know. And you've got figure skating, so you want some co- sort of music that's going to be flowing and have a transition. Etc. And so a lot of that, so the music is defined by the sport and the outfits are defined by the music, at least what I understand. Now, there's, there was one guy, a Japanese guy, who had Jimi Hendrix, and he was wearing some Jinko jeans, yeah. some big black jeans, you know, and his, that was a little bit, le- but it was still like a silk shirt tucked in. It was still know. flamboyant, yeah, but... The best... The best outfit was the during the couple skate, the Canadian couple that had broken up. And I'm convinced that the dude, I mean, he wore a sweater and some slacks. And I'm convinced that he wore it because he was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're broken up. I'm at least going to look good out here. Let women yeah. know I'm on the market. You I, know? Didn't, 
I just want to see one. I just want one dude to roll out there in like cargo pants and a wife beater. <laughs> you know. Well, there was the one guy that was on the French. Well, he was French, but the French team wouldn't let him on the team. He sued him. He moved to Italy, established residency, and then went out on the ice in skin tight overalls, one one strap down. And a plaid shirt, and did some ridiculous like country, some kind of Italian hee haw thing. <laughs> it really was, yeah, it was crazy. But I tell you what, the one, the the first Japanese dude who went was legit. Um, he he totally blew it away because he was just like getting the big jumps. But that Russian dude, the guy that's in the lead right now, yeah. He was actually like the manliest of the dudes. I didn't, and I didn't get to see him. I came in right after he was. He out. was like an assassin. He like plays the villain, and he just totally like embarrassed everybody else. And uh, he he's like he came out of retirement after three years. Yeah. And was like I'm. A, and he does more the bigger jumps than any of the other guys and stuff. He does the quads. Yeah, he does the quads for sure. Uh, I can't imagine. Yeah. I well, mean, let's move on. Yeah, that's we no got, disrespect got, to men's figure skating because I mean they they go no for it. way. Yeah, that shit is hard. Yeah, that's how Kevin the other night was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch American Idol. <laughs> like what? Really? He's like, I'm too I'm too much of a dude to watch men's figure skating. I've seen some other guys on Twitter tweeting that. I'm like, come on, man, you got to respect the skill. Follow again. your pride. Yeah. Because it's much more manly to be able to watch men's figure skating and appreciate it for the skill that's required. Definitely. And uh, that 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 American that's in second place right now, that Dapper Dan hairdo. Yeah, Dapper Dan hairdo and fake tan. Fake tan. He's I thought bleeding fake, fake tan, tan on guys. It was fake tan, but also like tons of foundation caked on his face. Yeah. Okay, explain something to me. Yeah. And I. I don't know, maybe I've just never paid close enough attention to know how all of this works, but you're saying he's in second place now, and when I was watching before, they were like, these are like um, the short program, the long program, and, you know, I've seen my fair share of ice skating movies, but I still don't really understand why so much is it, like, I understand qualification rounds and stuff, but... Is that what they're there's, doing there? There's two different programs, the short and then the free skate, and and they have different requirements. And so like some they guys have to hit certain kinds of moves and stuff. The exactly. short program is more regulated than the free skate is. And so right. they can do more of their own stuff during the free skate and uh but it's sort of like required stuff in the short thing. And there's, there's required stuff in the long run too. I don't know, but they take one night and they go into the next night and they combine the two to get the score. So yeah, so basically you're just looking at what in like gymnastics is like best all around. Only it's two events. And you got one that's much more tightly regulated and the other one that's not. But even in the one that's not, you get like bonus points for doing the harder shit in the second half of the program. You've got to hit certain elements like grabbing your skate, hitting X amount of jumps. And you also have to turn into the judges what you're going to do. And if you don't do what you're going to do, you get docked as well. So you have your potential score before you go out there. And you can only go down. It's it's the two combined that puts you in metal standings. Exactly. Okay, so it's not like um, if you score the lowest in the first program, you're like eliminated. You still well, have you're not eliminated, but you may as well be. I mean, I, the top six people really have the potential, you know. But you once let you let America get... vote, <laughs> okay, well, like, maybe you should go watch American Idol. Yeah. 
and, and get your your voting in. Yeah, we don't need we don't need to let America vote on anything else. Yeah, yeah obviously it cannot be trusted. Yeah. So. No, okay, I understand a little better. And does that work for all the other sports, or is that it just depends on what? Well, it depends on the format of the sport. Is. Uh, yeah. You know that figure skating has the short program and the free skate. So for couples and for individuals, that's what's going on. Yeah. But it's going to be different for the other sports. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the half pipe, you had a qualifying run where in, in the qualifying stage, everybody gets two runs. You take the top score, and that's it. So you have a throwaway if you do really well the first time. And then in the finals, same exact thing. Two runs, everybody gets two runs, and the top scores are what go. You know, but in like in in some like in the moguls, they they have three different things that are scored. But the thing that has the most scoring, which is the actual downhill ska- skiing, they t- they eliminate the top score and the bottom score from those, and then they average in the rest of them. So each one is different. You got to You're gonna have to. You know, you you got to know what you're watching when you're watching. Yeah, them. every every sport has different rules and things. You got the timed events and the subjective events. And- yeah. And then the timed and subjective combined events. So it's okay. uh, one of the remarkable things from tonight is the American speed skater Shawnee Davis won his second gold. Yep. And this is the second time. This is the first time ever American man has repeated in the same event because he won yep. the last Olympics. And that dude is awesome. I mean, yep. he he's just like a machine on the ice just his form and you could just see he wanted it and he knew exactly what he had to do he trained so hard um he's kind of a polarizing figure because he's kind of weird and he has his own way of doing things and i used to not like him because i was like man this is another one of these guys who's got to be a rebel but in seeing him i i realized that he just has his own way of training and stuff you know like he doesn't train with the rest of the team that sort of stuff but he's good at what he does so it's obviously working for him well, he. Uh, well, let's let's stick to the uh, speed skating. Um, Mikey uh, sent us an email saying that the long track isn't nearly as rowdy as the short track, and that short track. I forgot how hype it is. Uh, over the course of what two days, I forgot how hype it was. They had it back on tonight. Short track races. Okay, we know how hype it is, and then they get the fucking relays going on. How crazy was that? How do you? How, how do you even know how to do that? I don't even. I'm not sure anybody knows what's going on. This, did you see this yet? No. The you short track it. relay. They're going to show the finals on the 26th, but it's just crazy. It's like 20 people on the ice at once. It's a fucking sausage party on the ice. <laughs> yeah, it really is. There's dudes everywhere. They're going clockwise and counterclockwise, and there's people skating backwards. Sixteen guys. Sixteen guys. It's the speed skating. It's short track. You know the the head to head speed skating. Like, oh, short, okay. like when they get four guys on the ice head to head. The one I said was boring, but that was a long track. Yeah, that's that was the long boring. track. The short yeah. one is they're like they're pushing each other and trying to get in the right position and everything, and like knocking each other over. And uh, for the relay, you've got you got four guys racing, and then you got twelve guys on the inside. Okay, and they slide out as the guys are coming around the corner, and the guy that has just finished his lap pushes the other guy in the ass just launches him forward and that's the start of the they trade the off tag. they get that's they each good. go a, a lap and a half before they trade off and in and the they fi- don't have to they only have to do each racer has to do one lap but they can switch it up however they go but convention has them going one and a half laps each 
you know. But the craziest thing is, is that one of the one of the racers fell and knocked another team out of contention, and so they automatically advanced that team that got unfairly booted out, and so now there's going to be 20 people total in the final, on the ice at once. We're talking rowdy. Yeah. So yeah, Rubin, Rubin's racing. Rubin's racing. racing. Uh, yeah, that's 26. 26. 26. Yeah, and your, your boy uh, Apollo Ono's in that, so. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't seen him skate yet. Yeah, well, you should, because he's exciting. Moving on to the women's downhill. Yeah, um, so l- the big story of the Olympics, as the press likes to latch on to something, has been Lindsey Vaughn's ankle. She hurt her ankle before the Olympics. She got a shin bruise. Right. As and well. Yeah, and it's and it's nasty, you know, it's a bad injury, but um she didn't know she was going to be able to compete and then she went out today and just the the event, the uh the downhill slope was really icy and really scary and there was women crashing everywhere. It was hard to watch. That was today, right? Yeah, tonight. Yes. And You'll, this, that should be coming on your TV like right now. It was like the second event. One started. of the women just crashed. I I couldn't believe she flew through the air that far. They, that's that, that's a testament to how steep this fucking hill is. They crash and they fall, and then they just keep sliding all the way down to the, the fucking finish line. And she was like, she was flying through the air for forever, and then she, she fell and landed. She flew 160 feet through the air. Yeah, and she landed, and her skis are flying off. Their stuff, she just exploded when she hit the... <laughs> One of her skis bent. Yeah. It was crazy, and um, but Lindsey Vaughn, the you know, so oftentimes the favorites in these sports just disappoint, and she just like, she's amazing. She rides men's skis. Only one. That's how like how like strong she is, because you have to be stronger to skate the to ski the longer skis, and she just she won, she won the event, she got her gold. She. And did you see the slow-mo as she was coming down right at the end? Yeah, she, she was, was on, on one ski because that, that bruised shin on her other on her right leg was hurting so bad. That's nuts. So she, she fell? No, no. No, she didn't fall. Three oh. other women three other women fell. Yeah. But okay. and she kept it up. So the, the actually the silver medal went to an American as well. Who, who won was, last time? Who won the gold last time? Last year. I mean last Olympics. Really? Yeah, Mancuso, she won the gold last Olympics, so it's okay. a big deal for her, too. Well, but the, another thing with Lindsey Vaughn is that she's won everything except the Olympics as well. That's part of her story, too. And she And she won on this hurt ankle. And did you see her interview? Yeah, I did. She was just bawling during her interview. I was getting dusty. Dusty. Yeah, she was just... Yeah. Okay, well, okay, so before we get to the, the final here... Um, the final event, I got two things. One thing, two things. One, Bob Costas is keeping it real with the fashion jokes. <laughs> yeah. Last night, hating on Mary Carilla, saying, uh, now we got Mary Carilla, who's apparently left the foxes in the house and come in from the hunt. She was wearing like a fox hunting outfit. <laughs> she, yeah, she was. She he, was wearing boots. And he, he has commented on everybody. It doesn't matter if it's an athlete, if it's a foreign dignitary, whoever shows up at the at the NBC studios, he may, immediately makes fun of their outfit. Yes, he does. And I'm, I'm keeping it. Uh, I'm I'm digging it now. It's become a thing I'm looking for when he has somebody on. The second thing that I'm I'm wondering, you know, when the the name pops up of the competitor. Okay, and they got a picture of them behind, in front of a white background. Yeah, 
Don't those pictures look like DUI pictures? Oh, they're terrible. They're horrible. And I'm wondering if they took those from the ID badges that those athletes need to keep for their credentials. You know? They take all those pictures as the people show up and register, and they keep them in a database, and that's what they use to pop up. Because at no other point can those pictures be that horrible. That's a driver's license picture. They must have, because, you know, you look at other sports, you look at the NFL when they're, you know, introducing the offense and the defense, you look at baseball, they got pictures, you know, with their hat, they're smiling, whatever. Yeah, candid shots. Yeah, shots. They yeah. do they look, look like large shots. And unhappy, and I know most of the time they look that way, these guys. But some of these are bad. They are bad. It's like they just okay. We're gonna take you in here. We're gonna draw your blood, make you pee in this cup. Take this picture right now. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh wait, what just happened? That that's gonna be shown to millions of people. That picture. They probably yeah. didn't know that. No, they definitely didn't. Oh, well, by the way, yeah. this release. So I got two things. One that Kevin, our our web dude Kevin, brought up. Uh, he hit me with this tonight. He said, "Why do the downhill skiers wear uh, tight spandex to like get better time, and the uh, the border cross racers wear the baggiest clothes possible?" <laughs> and the only answer I had for him was, it, it, "I said that if you were, you know, you wouldn't understand unless you were a championship snowboarder like me." <laughs> <laughs> as to what it's like it's not just the sport it's a lifestyle <laughs> well almost, there's a lot of style involved you know yeah. it, it, it here's the thing because uh, uh skateboarding has kind of had a shift in culture now a lot of skateboarders are wearing the skinny jeans yeah but oh, yeah. the snowboarders are still trying to make this fucking saggy baggy pants work yeah but you don't you know, do you see snowboarders in regular clothes often? I don't. Sean White does wear the skinny jeans and stuff. I've seen him in the skinny jeans, but he doesn't so wear. So why not them. wear like skinny snow? I don't know, but Kevin said he was going to roll up on a on a snowboard race in, a, in a, the spandex. In the spandex. Well, do, do you think that you get more more wet in with snowboarding than you do with the other? Maybe I don't know, so but wet? what is more wet? Like your pant, like I know I've only been snowboarding once, so par- clearly I'm an expert. But yeah. the pants that I was wearing, they had like the cut; they were kind of cuffed at the bottom, but still like that was like the inner lining where it kept the water out. But I still got soaking wet. Yeah. But I mean, it took longer. You were longer falling for me. too much. Uh, yeah, that too. I was on my ass the entire day, but you know, it took me a long time for my for the pants to get saturated, but. You know, I I would think that when you're downhill skiing and you're doing the jumps and stuff, you're kind of flying so fast you, you're not getting very wet. Whereas well, with snowboarding, I mean, the, the the snowboarding pants are supposed to be waterproof. Right, but there's an inner lining that keeps you know the water from getting inside the pants. I don't know. While there's still like the bagginess on the outside. Well, these no, but these motherfuckers. You'll watch it tonight on the half pipe. You are literally looking at their ass. <laughs> I told you. Did you see the one dude Griv whose whose ass was hanging out? Literally hanging out. It's, I mean, it, you can see ass. his underwear. I, I texted Griv. I was like, "You're gonna see some underwear in this in half pipe." And I thought that you were saying that like girls are gonna be throwing their bras and panties at Sean White. No, it's dudes, okay. long johns. It's dudes underwear. It's dude boxers. 
Yeah. They're doing, underwear. Fucking, they're, they're doing these crazy ass McTwist 1080 shits, and you watch him in the slow mo, and it's just Joe Boxer flying in ass. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I had was uh, I, I appreciate that they get these experts to be the commentators on these events, but commentators, we don't need you to be so real about things, okay? Sometimes you keep it a little too real, and, and it's disheartening, okay? Especially if it's a U.S. athlete. Let's not, right when they announce somebody, they're like, Okay, so and so's about to go. Now this guy has got absolutely no chance of finishing anywhere but last in this event. <laughs> the 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 commentators last night, the men's figure skating were the worst I've ever seen. Just, and they, usually yes. they're pretty upbeat and stuff, but they must have had a they must have not gotten any sleep the night before or something because the the haterade was in jealous. full effect. It they was all, in full effect. They were like. Oh, and with that fall, he takes himself out of metal contention, and to be honest, I'd retire afterwards. Yeah, he should just leave the ice right now. Cut your wrists right now. Yeah, it, yeah. it was really bad, and I was just like, damn, really? Like, would we really need to be that harsh? We can see that the guy fell. We'll yeah. see the score. We don't really need you to tell us how he's going to do. Yeah. They were just hating, so don't don't keep it that way. When keeping it real goes, goes wrong, you know, the <laughs> Olympic version. Uh, so the uh, the men's halfpipe, Louis Vito, McKenzie said he looks like an Oompa Loompa. I think he looks like Wee Man. Yeah, he does look like Wee Man. <laughs> he does. And he had he was doing a little bit too much. He's a real bra. He yeah. put, You could see him putting his headphones in, and he'd just start bobbing his head and, and rapping as he was going down the halfpipe. Yeah, but he was on Dancing with the Stars, too. Yeah. That's what he said. I was like, really? <laughs> then they said that's some uh, interesting cross training. Yeah, but um, ah uh, man, snowboarding's fun to watch because those dudes just seem to have a good time, you know. Yeah, they're they, slick. They all seem to be friends with each other. You know, they're all like greeting each other afterwards and stuff. Well, and it's kind of like they're. It's, well, it's not so much that they're trying to be friends with each other; it's that everybody's trying to be friends with Sean White. <laughs> yeah, please put me <laughs> in your video game. Every Please. single time that you saw him when he wasn't competing, somebody was taking a picture with him. I told you people like him. Networking event. Yeah. Yeah. But, th- yeah, the other American was really good, too, the guy that got the bronze. Yeah. Uh, he was an East Coast guy. Yeah. Is, His name was Lego or something. Is there a lot of other countries? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they have, like, uh, Finland, Japan. Um, the finals, yeah, I mean. Austria, uh, Canada. Switzerland, Canada. Yeah, yeah, they, they had a lot of people. Legit competition. Um, and the tricks, man, are crazy. Like, last time I saw it at the last Olympics, I thought, well, I could do better than that. <laughs> and this well, time, what, what, like, the, what won the Olympics last time was two 1080s back-to-back. Yeah. And that was the big Sean White trick. And now they don't even do them anymore. They, that, that's what they do to warm up. Yeah. Um, and Maybe they did, they're more relaxed because they're all stoned. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I, they do the drug testing, though. So. Well, th- that did happen, though. Was It It wasn't Torino. It was Salt Lake, where yeah. the snowboarder won gold and then had it taken away because he tested positive for weed. And uh, and the argument was, that's not really a performance-enhancing drug. It's like a, <laughs> a performance-enhancing <laughs> drug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is Michael Phelps there? I mean... Oh, oh zing! <laughs> Hey-o. One day, um, one day, 
Yeah, so they so the 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 format for the half pipe finals is cool because they take the results from the the from the begin from the prelim rounds, and then they rank everybody, and the first place person goes last, and so it's all on him to like throw it down. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is if they win in the first round, if they basically if they throw it down so good that by the time their turn comes around again, then they get to take a victory lap, is what it's called where they just get to go out there and do whatever they want, you know? Yep. That's cool. Yeah, and Sean White's first first ride was just awesome. It was it, it what's really cool about it, it, especially with what's happening right now. I mean, the situation right now is that you watch everybody go down the half pipe and then you watch Sean White come down and like yeah, I mean, he's got tons of hype around him but that happens in any sport you pick one person they get tons of hype and it may not be that they're that much more exceptional than the than the field but he truly is yeah. I mean, his each of his tricks that he was doing were a solid five feet higher than everybody else's you know and they and they were properly executed that one the know? first drop in the first the first time he went above the lip it was gigantic. He, I mean, did you see that in the uh, qualifying round too? Yeah, I saw the qualifying. It was even bigger in the qualifying round. Did you see when they superimposed how big the other guy got? Yeah. And then they showed him and they were like basically just totally embarrassed the first dude. Yeah. I mean, he just. They just superimposed it. It's like, oh my God. Like, this is what not to do. Yeah. It is well. I mean, it's just. I mean, everybody. He is above head and shoulders above everybody else in that event. It's a shame that they don't drag it out over more than one day. I mean, it right. doesn't take more than thirty minutes to do. But it's the second biggest ratings to the figure skating they uh, they announced today. Uh, really, it was last time. Yeah. Um, and the women's snowboarding, the women's half pipes on tomorrow. But um, yeah, it's Sean White. You, you, you see athletes that are good, and then you see athletes that are just above and beyond the competition. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and like people like that that just blow everybody away when they're on. And yep. he just completely. Be there. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Did we lose Miss. Sorry, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, he just completely blew everybody away just in that first run, and he was holding back on that first run because he had a trick that he invented that he hadn't done yet in competition i don't think and he was saving that for the second run in case he needed it um and he didn't need it and then when his turn came around again he had won the gold so he was like you know this is victory lap and you know that you write these things out and they write these stories out and they want them to follow by the numbers and they never do and so what you expect is okay he's going to go for this victory lap and he's going to fall and he's going to laugh and everybody's going to run out and give him a hug or whatever you know Yep, and it's a feel-good story. Yeah, but what you don't expect is that he's gonna bust even bigger tricks and then pull out his secret trick that he's been working on as the last trick and land it perfectly and score even higher than he scored the first round. Yep. And that's what happened. And it was one of the most amazing live sporting events I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I put it up there with a lot of other events that I've seen that have been incredible. I mean, it's like one of those moments, like. Jordan winning in 97, I think, when he had the buzzer beater um, in the finals. Um, I think it was 96. But, Nine, but cool. whatever, you know, like, yeah, those moments like that where you're like, damn, that's huge. Yeah. I'm going to see it on ESPN the rest of my life. That's got to be number one tonight on the top ten. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm yeah, here. no, it was cool. It was good. You got to hear him talking to his coaches right before his run, too. And he was like, they were like, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know. Should I just slide down the middle? <laughs> and then his coach said, let's do this shit. <laughs> yeah. And they broadcast it on NBC, and the announcer was like, we're sorry for the language, folks. It's getting Sorry for the bad. language. They're just really excited up there. Like, get over. He said, shit, it's live. Yeah. <gasps> Well, I don't think I've ever heard that on TV before. Well, you're not going to hear it because you're still... They're going to edit it out by the time (laughs) we get it. We'll get the clean version. Yeah, Yeah. but it was just one of the most... Seriously, one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen in sports. I mean... He really is that good. That's what it... I mean, that's what it is. For somebody that doesn't... I mean, what? I've been snowboarding several times, but I'm not a snowboarder. Yeah. And for me to be able to see the difference between him and the rest of the group is, you know, notable. Yeah, and you you had your doubts about him. We recorded well to have a super secret solo half pipe out in the middle of the fucking snow somewhere in Colorado is kind of douchey. It is, but but the fact that he takes that and literally invents tricks that you know he what a year and a half ago he invented the trick that everybody's doing now. Yeah, you know, and he was. Now he's invented the new trick. I mean, it's all this. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, okay, fine. You you earned it. (laughs) You know, you earned the uh, the douche award for having your own half pipe, but then backing it up with the fact that you didn't have to do that, but you did do that. And he didn't have much speed. He didn't land it that clean because he didn't have speed, but he still forced it out. That's cool. I mean, it was just incredible, and he scored. He was only two points behind a perfect score on that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it was. I think that even even his qualifying run was forty five point eight. What did what did second or third place get? I think second place was like forty one or something. Yeah, 40. so all three of his runs were better than yeah than everybody else's. Yeah, they should have given him all three medals. <laughs> yeah, so so the U.S. had a big night tonight, you know, and like they hype these athletes up, and a lot of times they disappoint. And they didn't tonight. Yeah. That was some hype, so. Well. Do we make it 30 minutes? That's, yeah, I'm, that's all I got. You got anything else, Miss? Nope. I'm on time delay, so we yeah. can have this conversation again tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> we should, yeah. <laughs> well, this is us telling you what to watch for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, except they have to watch all the others, other boring stuff. Well, well, that's the thing though. Nothing that was on tonight was boring. Yeah, everything was good. Do you ha- you got a DVR, Miss? Yeah. You got it. The D- the thing is to let it get ahead of you a little bit and just use the DVR. I just DVR and then watch in the morning. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I've been DVR in it, and it's fun. It's nice to be able to like pause it and go do something else for a little while and come back and then catch up on it and fast forward through the awful puff pieces that they've been doing oh yeah the interview like i don't mind the interviews with some of the athletes but like some of the puff pieces are cool like, but they were showing like a polar bear i saw on twitter or something yeah, yeah that that was well, pushing the limits of it i i, I that stuff's all right but put it on the late night show i just show more live events and take that crap out of it i like some of the inspiring stories but we don't need it every five minutes you know that's the part I would probably fast forward through. Yeah, so. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to be back in a couple days, I guess. 
Groove. Groove's, you, you can always tell when Groove's looking at something on the internet. Because <laughs> the show immediately gets boring. And I immediately get hung out to dry where I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just talking. Well, I'm so. thinking that we'll be able to, rec- it's Wednesday night now. We'll probably, um, we'll probably do another show either on Saturday. It'll be a week. God, we've recorded three shows in one week. It's amazing. We should get an Olympic medal. We should. An Olympic medal for better coverage than NBC. Miss, thank you so much for fleshing out our website and making it cool. Kevin, thanks for posting these episodes on iTunes and our website. Jiga, thanks for continuing to record the podcast. You're welcome, you know. One day. One day. Street people